Hey guys, welcome to the Filming with Josh podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Milligan, and this is episode number 78, Giving Good Direction. This is the Filming with Josh podcast, brought to you by Rustic River Media. Welcome to the videographer's home for tips, tricks, and how to make flicks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Filming with Josh podcast. If you are new to the podcast, Filming with Josh is your home for tips, tricks, and how to make flicks. Here on the podcast, we talk about all things video, from script writing and storyboarding to camera equipment. We even go in and talk about how to price your work and contracts. We talk about everything that has to do with video on this podcast, so we want to thank you for listening in if you are new today. I also want to encourage you to go to Facebook and in your search bar on Facebook, type in Filming with Josh and ask to join the Filming with Josh Facebook group. The Filming with Josh Facebook group is a private group where we not only continue talking about things such as this podcast topic, but we talk about anything else you could think of video related. You can join the group and post questions there. You can share videos and ask for feedback. Um, You can follow the group where you'll see, uh, I commonly go in and and share projects I'm working on and I'll post behind the scenes videos. Sometimes I'll go live on on a set that I'm on and show behind the scenes of my setup and how I have everything set up with lighting and audio and things like that things like that. Um, So you could go to that group and get up to date on new camera tech and information that's coming out and uh, learn a little bit more about video, not only for myself, but from our growing group of Filming with Josh Facebookers. So go to Facebook, type in Filming with Josh and ask to join the group today. Today's topic is all about giving good direction. And by giving good direction, I'm talking about being a director. I think a lot of times people don't think of themselves as directors, and we're going to talk about that today and why it's important to think of yourself that way, depending on what you're doing uh, in video. But a lot of us are directors. We just may not know it. And as a director, it's very important to know how to give good direction. So in today's podcast, I'm going to kind of walk you through what that looks like, uh, what it doesn't look like, and give you some steps on how you can go about giving good direction to your talent as well as to your customers. I want to first start this off by talking about what it means to give good direction. A lot of times in today's video world, a lot of terms get thrown around by people on YouTube or people that you might just meet on the street who get into video. People will call themselves DPs. People will call themselves videographers. People will call themselves filmmakers. People will call themselves cinematographers. We hear these words tossed around all the time. But the reality is, is that in today's world, most people, myself included, are wearing many hats. We're not just a DP, right? We're not just a videographer or a camera operator. Those jobs definitely do exist, but most of us are taking on client work where we are either working with skeleton crews or many times even by ourselves and as such, we're wearing many, many hats, meaning that we are our own camera operators. We are a lot of times doing our own lighting. We are a lot of times doing our own sound. And a lot of times, if not most of the time, we are doing our own directing. Now, of course, you can still hire someone to come in and be a director for a project. Or maybe you work for a, a really large crew where you just are a camera operator and that is your job and they have their own director on site. Again, those things do exist. But in today's world where 
most people out there are getting into video and are learning about video from YouTube and Facebook and things like that and are being self-taught and are trying to get client work and are trying to pick up, you know, commercial projects or corporate projects or whatever it is that you're trying to pick up. Uh, And in that world today, most of us are working a lot of times by ourselves or with what I like to call skeleton crews. A skeleton crew might be you plus a production assistant, or maybe you and a camera operator and a sound guy, or maybe you, a camera operator, sound guy, and uh, you know, a grip and maybe a production assistant, you know, you might have two, three, four, five guys on your skeleton crew, or you might be working by yourself. But those are all common scenarios in today's video world where we are creating a lot of content really fast for a wide variety of customers. The reason I bring this up is I think a lot of times we forget that we are also a director. Like if you if you get hired by a local business, for example, and they want you to make a video about their business, maybe you're shooting some interviews and you're gonna get some B-roll and you're gonna make a video for, you know, for their company or their small business or their medium-sized business or whatever. I mean, that's a very common scenario in today's you know, video market. I think when you get hired like that, it's easy to think of yourself as not being a director. You know, you might be thinking more about okay, I've got to prep my gear and I've got to make sure my, my, my batteries are charged and my cameras all are set up correctly with the right settings. I got to make sure my lenses are cleaned and I've got to make sure that I've got all my lighting gear together and my audio gear together and all this stuff because maybe you're working by yourself or maybe you're bringing on two or three other people to help you, but you're so caught up in all those things that you might forget that, hey, you are also the director for this project. Unless, again, you work for a really big crew and you're just a cog in the wheel, or unless, again, you hire a director. If you are just hired to go produce a project for a business and you're doing it by yourself or you're doing it with you and a, and a couple of buddies or you and a couple crew members, chances are you are also the director. And you may not think of yourself that way because you're caught up in thinking about everything else that you've got to do to make this project. And so it's easy to forget that you probably are also wearing the director's hat. And so the first step in giving good direction is actually understanding that you are a director. And I think sometimes for people, it's hard to wrap your head around that. Like, oh, I'm not a director. I'm a camera operator. I'm a DP or I'm a filmmaker or whatever. But if it's your project and you're in charge and there's nobody else there called director that says director on their shirt or something like that, then you're the director of the project. Chances are, right? So you've got to put yourself in that mindset. And when you put yourself in that mindset, that is the first step in giving good direction because if you don't think of yourself as a director, how are you ever going to give good direction? I have a really good example of this. I see this quite a bit actually because I've been on a lot of projects where uh, I'm shooting or am running sound or am gripping for other production houses or even just friends of mine that I know that create video for a living and might hire me to come help them with the project. And so I've been on lots of different sets and different projects that are not my own. And I've seen how a lot of other people give direction or don't give direction. And it has been really apparent to me how a lot of times people may not think of themselves as a director. And I and I see that right away when crew members are standing around not quite sure what to do, or talent is standing around not quite sure what to do, or customers are standing around not quite sure what to do. And a lot of that just stems from the fact that the person that is producing the project or that was hired to take on the project 
just doesn't really think of themselves as a director. They just kind of bring people there to to be talent or or hire people as crew members or whatever the case may be. Maybe it's just them filming their clients, for example, but they don't really think of themselves as a director, so they just expect everybody to know what to do. But nobody's going to know what to do for your project unless you tell them and unless you give direction. So the first step in giving good direction is understanding that you are a director. And a great example of this was a project I was on recently where uh, a guy I know brought me out to uh, run a camera on his commercial project that he was hired to do. And instantly I noticed how he did not think of himself as a director. I think some of that stems from experience and some of the lack of experience this person had. And I think some of it just stems from just not being in the right mindset because they just, they never really have thought of themselves that way. But either way, the point is, is on this project, this person, it was clear as day that they were not thinking of themselves as a director. They were paying so much attention to uh, lights and their audio gear and their cameras and things like that, that they never really stopped to inform everybody about what's happening. And this is actually going to lead me into uh, the next step of giving good direction. And that is to set expectations, both in pre-production and on the days of production. If you do not set expectations, then how can anybody ever be on the same page as you? As a creative person, right? Because anybody that does video for a living is creative in some way. Right, So if you are a creative person, you're going to have in your head when you're hired to take on a project, different thoughts and ideas of what shots should look like, um, how you want things to flow, what you expect people to do, what you expect them to say. But if you do not get that information out of your head and relay that information to everybody else, then how could you ever expect anybody to be on the same page as you? And as such, people will not know exactly what it is you want them to do. They might be standing around waiting for you to tell them what to do. You might not be understanding why they're not doing what you want them to do. People might get frustrated. And it's all because there was no uh, no point in time where you stopped and relayed expectations and got everybody on the same page. And it starts in pre-production. It starts before you ever step, set foot on, on set the day of production. If you do not in pre-production, even if it's something as small as like shooting an event for a local business or something, if you do not take the time in pre-production to set expectations with your customer and to set expectations with your talent if you're bringing in talent, even whether it's hired talent or whether it's just your friends who are gonna be acting in a video for you. If you do not set expectations and get everybody on the same page way before the shoot ever happens, then people are gonna show up that day not sure what to do. Are we wearing the right clothes? Are we like, are we gonna be talking a lot? Are we gonna be acting a lot, like what's happening? You've got to get everybody on the same page. So in pre-production, it's really important that you set up a meeting, whether it's a phone call. I like to do Zoom meetings with everybody that's going to be involved. I try to get everybody to have uh, have time to do one big collaborative Zoom meeting so we can all collaborate and talk together. But if I can't do that and you know people have different schedules and we'll have different Zoom meetings. But either way, I like to get on Zoom calls where I can talk face-to-face with people um, and be able to walk them through what my expectations are going to be during the shoot, what I want them to say, what I'm expecting them to wear, what I want the shots to look like. Um, And I even let them know 
how long I plan to be there. And I, and I kind of overshoot that. I would rather overshoot that, say, hey, it's gonna be a 10 hour day, but we get, you know, and maybe we actually get done in seven hours. I would rather do that than say, oh, it won't take all that much time, but then we are there for 10 hours, right? Because they might be frustrated. So I wanna give them uh, realistic expectations of what the day is gonna look like, what I'm expecting of them, and get them on the same page and same framework of what I have in my head. If I have an idea of what I want something to look like, I might show them an example, whether it's something I've shot in the past that I can show them, or maybe it's something I've got inspiration from online. That way they can watch and see and get on the same page and be like, oh, okay, I kind of see what you're wanting to do here. Um, that way they understand when they get there that day or, or you know, whether it's one day or three or four or five days of production, they'll be in the right frame of mind and they'll be kind of somewhat on the same page as you. So that's like really important is to get everybody on the same page during pre-production and then do it again on the day of production. As soon as the, the very first day of production starts, even if it's the only day, you want to remind everyone of what the expectations are that day, how long you plan to be there, what all you plan to do, what everyone's roles are going to be, etc. And this even goes down to crew members. If you're hiring a camera operator, if you're hiring a sound guy, if you're hiring a production assistant or a lighting tech, you want to make sure everyone's on the same page. So as a person that is in charge, as a director, it is your job to get everybody on the same page and lay expectations out in pre-production and on the day of production. And in, and in my example that I'm talking about on, the, on, on this podcast, this person didn't do that. He sent out a script of what the video, he like envisioned the video looking like, but he didn't have like a collaborative meeting. He didn't put us all on a Zoom call. He didn't get us all together to talk about what the expectations were. He didn't get anybody uh, on, uh, give everybody uh, uh, advice on what he wanted them to say or kind of what he was expecting his talent uh, to, 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 to say or do that day. So the talent, when they showed up, they were kind of just standing there not knowing what they were supposed to be doing. Um, same thing with me. I, I, I didn't really have a clear understanding of what we were doing, so I just had to bring a whole bunch of gear and hope that everything I brought would be enough to cover the shoot because he, he just didn't quite give me enough direction to really understand what my expectations were. And so nobody was really on the same page. And during the shoot day, what ended up happening is there would be a scene, for example, and he would, again, he's lost in his head thinking about the, the camera shots and the, the lighting and the audio, and he's not giving a lot of direction. And so his customers and his talent were both standing around kind of waiting to be told what to do. And then finally, when it was you know time to film a scene, he'd be like, all right, get in there and, and, and do this. And they'd be like, do what? And he's like, well, you know, just go pretend to do this thing. And they'd be like, well, like, give us more information. Like, what do you mean pretend to do this thing? Like, like what exactly do you want us to do? He's like, oh, just, you know, just get in there and pretend you're doing this thing and, and I'll, uh, I'll just film a bunch and then, you know, I'm sure I'll get something usable out of it. That's literally what he said. But really what he should have been doing is telling them like, hey, I want you to get in front of the camera and stand in this one spot or sit in this one spot and this is exactly what I want you to do. And this is exactly what I want you to say. This is the facial expression I want you to have. This is the inflections in your voice I want you to have, etc. He should have given a lot of information so that the talent understood exactly what was going on. And so the clients understood exactly what was going on. And so I also understood exactly what was going on because I wasn't quite sure either. And so 
you know, this lack of direction confused people. It didn't make anybody mad or anything, although there are scenarios out there where people could definitely get frustrated over that. But it did create a lot of confusion and a lot of just standing around waiting and a lot of people just not quite sure of what was going on. And I think that could have been completely resolved if he just would have given very clear expectations. And this is step number three in giving good direction. He should have given detailed and consistent direction. When you are giving good direction, you need to be detailed and you need to be consistent. If you are not detailed and you're not consistent, you're going to create confusion. Detail is letting people know exactly what you want them to say, how you want them to say it, where exactly they're going to stand, what motions they're going to do. Uh, if it's a camera, if you have a camera operator, you're going to tell them exactly what you want the shot to look like, exactly what you want the exposure to be like. If you're a sound guy, you're going to tell the sound guy exactly how you want the sound captured and exactly what your expectations are for the audio. If you're telling your lighting guy, if you have a lighting guy there, then you're telling them exactly what you want. Hey, I want some shadow on this side. I want some light on this side, like you have got to give specific information, very detailed, specific information so people fully understand. And the consistency part of that, because I said detailed and and, uh, and consistent, the consistency part comes in of just like, if you say you're going to do something at the beginning of the day, continue to do that all day. A good example of that is, for instance, if you want to call out and say, okay, when I say three, two, one rolling, that means that I'm I'm recording and you have the clear to go. If that's what you're if, if if that's what you want to do that day and you tell people at the beginning of the day, hey, three two when you hear me say three two one rolling, that means we're recording and you're good to go. If that's if that's the direction that you want to give, then you need to do that all day long. Right? It's very common. I've seen this a lot and I've, I'm guilty of this too. I've done this myself where I'll, I'll say, I'll give a direction like that where I'll say, okay, um, during this interview, when I say three, two, one rolling, pause for a second and then go. But then maybe an hour into the interview, I might move away from that on accident and might just point at them because I'm so in, in my head thinking about the shot that I'm not really thinking about my three, two, one rolling instructions. And I might just point at them <laughs> and that's not consistent because they're, they might be looking at me like, why are you pointing at me? So you got to be very consistent. So if you say something like that, for example, at the beginning of a shoot, like, Hey, three, two, one rolling, pause for a second, then go, then you need to do that all day long. So you're very consistent. So people are always understanding exactly what's happening at all times. So you need to be specific and consistent or detailed and consistent. If you are not detailed or specific and you're not consistent, people are not going to be on the same page as you. And so it's really important that you do that. And in this particular example I'm talking about, that did not happen. So again, people not only didn't have details on what they were supposed to be doing, and they didn't have you know, expectations set up front the shoot day or even in, during pre-production. But on top of all that, there was no consistency. And so people, again, were just constantly confused on exactly what they were supposed to be doing. And then the end product suffered greatly from it. I, I, I saw the end product and it definitely could have been a lot better. And a lot of that stems from the fact that there was not there was no like consistency and not a lot of detailed information given. And so people just didn't have direction. And, you know, this person could have had a much better project and been a lot happier with the shots he got 
if he would have done those things. Uh, and then the last step in giving good direction is to be polite but firm. And this is very important to me. A lot of times when I work with a new client uh, or new talent, I'll tell them up front, you're going to hate me throughout this process. Like, I'm going to be hard on you. I'm going to ask a lot from you, but you're going to love the product in the end, so bear with me. I'm letting them know. Again, this goes back to setting expectations. I'm setting expectations up front. I'm letting people know this is going to be something where I'm going to I'm going to give a lot of direction. I'm going to bark a lot of orders at you, and I'm going to be pretty demanding. And I might be come across rude, and it might be annoying. But at the same time, like I'm doing this because I know that if I if I'm hard on you and I keep asking you to do things, and I'm really firm, then you're going to give me what I want. And when you give me what I want, you're going to like the end product because this all goes back to the very first step, which is understanding that you're a director. And as a director, I understand what I have in my head and I know how to direct people to get it from my head into their head so we're all on the same page. So you've got to be firm, but you want to be polite when being firm. A good example of this is in interviews. When I interview people, if I like an answer they give, but it's not as short as I want it to be, or if it's not as detailed of an answer during an interview as I want it to be, or maybe I just didn't like the way they inflected something, I will be polite about it and I'll say, hey, great job. That was a great answer. I really like what you said here. I would like to do it again though. And here's what I want you to do different this time. I never just accept what I'm given and move on. If I have something I want and they don't give it to me, I ask them to do it again until I get it. I'm very, very firm. I'm polite. I let them know that they're doing a good job, even if I don't really think they're doing a good job. I let them know that I think they're, they're doing a good job. And I coach them. I give them examples. A lot of times they'll say, hey, you know, I loved how you said this, but try saying it this other way. And then I'll give them an example. And they'll be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then they'll redo it for me. And if they don't nail it, I'll ask them to do it again. I'm very, very, very firm. I'm polite but I'm firm. And by being firm, I can coach them into giving me what I want. And as the person that's hired to produce a project, I know what I want. And I want people to give me what I want because I know that if I get what I want, I'm going to be able to deliver a better quality product. If I'm just filming an interview and it's just like, whatever you say works, thanks. And then I go home it's not going to flow the way I want it to flow. So I've got to be polite and firm and you should be too. So to recap, to give good direction, you should first understand that you're a director. Second, set clear expectations both in pre-production and on the days of the shoots. Third, you should be very specific and consistent. And fourth, you should be polite but firm. If you can do those things, then you can be good at giving direction. And in this example uh, project that I was briefly talking about, and for obvious reasons, I'm not giving detail uh, details about the project because you know I don't want anybody to listen to this and get their feelings hurt. Um, but in this example project that I'm kind of talking about here, this person didn't do any of these things. And as a result, the, the final product suffered. I want to now talk a little bit about why I think people maybe don't give good direction. Uh, and, and maybe this is you. And if this is you, maybe this will be some encouragement and give you some food for thought on how you can shift your mindset. But I think a lot of people in today's market, in fact, I don't think this, I know this, in today's video market, a lot of people are self-taught. 
myself included. A lot of us are self-taught. We go to the YouTube Academy. We might read books or read forums or ask questions on Facebook or reach out to people that we know and ask questions. But for the most part, we're self-taught. And as a result of that, a lot of us don't have an education where we went to school and learned about video production. And a lot of us may not have worked for a really large production house where we got to see what a DIT did every day and what a lighting tech or grip did every day and what a sound guy did every day and what a director did every day. You know, we we may not have had that experience because we may be at home teaching ourselves video and going out getting small jobs and and producing those jobs and then turning those jobs into bigger jobs and bigger jobs and bigger jobs until finally you get some really big clients with some good cash flow coming through. But the reality is, is you're grounding yourself a lot of times uh, in, in you're rooted in being self-taught. And I'm including myself in this because I am self-taught. Uh, um, and, and I think because a lot of us are self-taught, you might not have ever seen or been educated on things like directing and giving good direction. And so you might not have your, your 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 frame of mind in the place of being a director when you're on a shoot. You might just be thinking, okay, I'm hired to do this shoot. I'm going to show up and shoot it and go home and edit it. But you might forget, oh yeah, I'm in charge here. I'm the director. And and so I, I think when you are self-taught, you may not have that experience or that education about what it means to be a director or to give good direction. But hopefully this will give you like the mindset to approach your next project in the frame of mind that, yeah, I am a director and I'm going to be directing this. So I better step up and give a lot of good direction. And I, and that's like ultimately what I'm hoping happen, happens here, where you will understand after listening to this podcast that you probably are the director. You may not give that, you know, give yourself that title, but you still need to think of yourself that way. Because when, when a client hires you for a project, unless it's another production house, if you're being hired by, you know, uh, a local bank or law firm, or, or if you're working for a large corporate company or something, and they're hiring you to produce a video for them, chances are they don't know anything about video. That's why they're hiring you. Like you're the guy who knows about video. You're the professional. You've got the gear. You've got the experience. You've got the, the software and, and the knowledge. So they're hiring you or you and your crew to come do this project for them. So they're not going to know anything about video. So it's your job to educate them in pre-production and during the production process about what what needs to happen. You need to direct them, direct your client. And, and if your client or, or their employees are your talent, think about that. Then they are not going to have zero acting experience. So you're if you're like working with a corporate company that's got a bunch of employees and you're utilizing those employees in your video, you're going to have to give them a lot of direction because they're not they're not professional actors. They're not going to know what to do. So you've got to give them a lot of direction. And that's where being polite and firm comes into play. You've got to be polite and understand that your client or your talent probably has never done anything like this before. So you need to be very polite, but you've got to be firm because they're not going to understand if you're not. So you've got to give a lot of a lot of instruction too, because remember, most, most people don't know anything about video and have no experience. And then if you do hire talent, actual paid actors, you still have to give a lot of direction because just because they're a paid actor and they have acting experience doesn't mean that they understand fully what is in your head and as a creative what you're expecting them to do. You have to still relay that information. So 
on any project you take on where you are in charge and you are hired by a client to produce the project, whether it's you by yourself or you and a crew, you've got to understand that unless you're hiring someone to come in and direct that project for you, then by default, you are the director. So put yourself in that mindset, set clear expectations in pre-production and during the days of production, give specific and consistent information and be polite but be firm. And if you can do that, you will learn how to give good direction. You will make your customers happier. You'll make your talent happier, paid or not paid. And you'll get everybody on the same page. And as a result, you'll have a better end product. And people will think you know what you're doing. When you come in and you start barking out orders and telling people what to do, it's okay. Like they expect you to do that because you're the professional. You're the one who knows what you're doing. They don't. They expect you to do that. So if you come in and you start barking orders and you let people know, hey, I'm in charge. This is my project and this is what I expect of you. Then not only will they do that, but they'll respect you a lot more. And they'll be like, man, like this guy knows his stuff. This guy is legit. And then they'll talk about that to other people and maybe even give you more work through the process because you look like you know what you're doing. And maybe you don't, maybe you're faking it because you're just now learning how to be a director, Um, but that's okay. Like go in and act like you know what you're doing and let people know what you want and instruct them and give them lots of detailed and specific and consistent information and get everybody on, on the same page as you. And, and your final product will be so much better. Your customers will be happier and uh, they'll be singing your praises down the street to the next people that want to hire you. I hope this podcast is uh, informative. I hope it gives you some food for thought on your next project and how to approach it. Um, if you want to continue talking about this, go to the Filming with Josh Facebook group and ask questions about what it means to be a good director. Or if you have any advice, Go to Facebook and offer your advice. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Filming with Josh podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share with all your friends. Thanks, guys. See you next week. To learn more about Rustic River Media, visit us online at rusticriver.media. Thanks for listening to the Filming with Josh podcast. Catch every episode by hitting subscribe today. Today.